the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. How are you doing today? Good, good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Can't complain. Can't complain. Um, uh, first off, uh, you know, it's, sadly, we got the news about the uh, Independence Walker. Uh, no, I know it's kind of sad to start off with that. But like, how did you find out about that news? Oh, goodness. Uh, I found out, you know, one of the the showrunner uh, and one of the producers called me. And, you know, obviously it's not it's not the call we wanted to get. Um, it's not the news we wanted to hear. But, you know, I think the show and, and the story will always have a, a special place in all of our hearts. And it's it's it was such an incredible experience to get to work on a show and tell a story that meant so much to all of us and with people who really we all meant so much to each other. And that's, you know, nothing, nothing in this industry lasts forever. And um, the fact that we can walk away from that story, knowing that we, we did everything we could, and we loved our time doing it and the people we did it with. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Yeah, I know. Has there been any talks about it being picked up by another network or just going to HBO or just done completely? I mean, I think anything's possible. I don't, I don't actually know. That's kind of above my pay grade. But um, I would absolutely go back to it if if that were ever a possibility. I, I know like a lot of people are complaining about it because I know CW has been like just killing off every show. But like, what are your thoughts about the current like state of the film industry right now? Because I know like you got the writer strike going on right. and then you have like I feel like a lot of shows like right now aren't like being able to develop past like a season one. Like it has to be hit in like the first two episodes or it's not going to move forward it seems like it right now so like what is your thoughts about the current state of the uh, industry film industry well it's hard it's it's sort of a a double-edged sword because it's so wonderful because there are so many different opportunities and avenues for stories to be told these days which is you know incredible because so many more stories get told but with that there's a huge influx of content as well so if something doesn't take off immediately it's a lot harder for it to survive especially you know post-pandemic when everybody really wants to be have things be a success and a good investment um but as far as you know the strike and everything goes i just really hope that you know, everyone can come to an agreement that, you know, everyone feels is fair and and we can get back to work and, and really um, keep telling stories, which is ultimately what we all love to do. Yeah, well, moving like that, do you like like going forward? Do you think about like that? Like, do you have to like like the way you're going to like like about your projects? Like, OK, if it doesn't have the chance to do this, I, I probably won't do this. Or is it like how do you go about picking your projects now? Um, well, you know, if someone hires me, that's great. <laughs> that's most of it. Um, no, but but when when and if I ever do have a choice, for me, it's more about uh, you know the the characters and the story, and if it's something interesting and something challenging and and something new. Um, you know, it's not to say I would never go back to any of the genres or worlds that I've worked in before, because I've had, you know, incredible experiences and, and I, I've loved the stories that I've gotten to tell and the kinds of stories I've gotten to tell. I've been really, I've been really lucky with the, you know, the stories and the characters that I've I've been been given to to bring to life. But for me, I, I love a challenge, you know, so something that scares me a little bit and something that forces me to push outside of my own comfort zone is always the most exciting to me. 
I know I saw also I saw your post about the Arrowverse coming to end, which was like so sad because like one like I feel like it was like it's a really good verse, but I felt like it was slept on by many cats. Like that's one of like the best verses uh we had like this century, like in film. Oh. So I I wanna feel like like how like what was your favorite part about being part of that verse? Cat it was like it was a decade long and I feel like yeah, there's so yeah. many good moments. I was just very grateful to have not only been able to come into it at a time where it was almost like the resurgence of it with, you know, Batwoman and everything else that was so new about the Arrowverse at the time, but also to, to sort of round out the story of kind of the beginning of what the Arrowverse was and to, you know, come into the world of the Green Arrow and, and to take on that mantle eventually and be, you know, the, the, human personification of this relationship that everyone had fallen in love with so much and that had been so wonderfully and beautifully told and you know to to be a part of that story you know even if it was just for a moment um but there is something so cool like the nerd in me just loves being able to be on set during some of the crossovers where you look around and you've got you know supergirl and the white canary and the flash and a couple supermen and the green arrow and then i'm in my green arrow suit and it just it's it's surreal when you kind of look around and go oh my goodness this is these are all of the characters that i grew up watching and loving and the classic superheroes and then a bunch of new ones as well and you're just going this is bananas and it's this is my job and you know it's so it's so wild that um and it, it's really humbling uh you know and it's it's it is a legacy and we don't use that word lightly and i i never take that responsibility lightly um but it's it's been a real gift all around no yeah is there like a uh if you could be a part like like I know you couldn't do every show, but like if you could have been a part of like any other show outside of Arrow in that verse, like what show would you want to be a part of? I always really, really wanted to go play on Batwoman. Um, just because like Camrus is such a good who played Luke Fox is a really good friend of mine. And I just think Mia and Batwoman would have really gotten along quite well um and worked well together. I think that the grit of those two shows is very similar. Um, but yeah, I think that would have been real fun. No, yeah, I really wish there was like more crossovers because like you can fit like all those characters in in each other's shows. Like even yeah. if it's like like a side character, like oh, like a, a co-star from a different show coming in to do. Exactly. Yeah, just that people keep popping in and out, you know. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would have loved to see like more <laughs> of that because like, like those are literally like my favorite episodes. Is the crossovers? Like, yo, we need like just a season full of crossovers. Of course. <laughs> Um, I know like you're you do like a lot of projects. I feel like uh, you do TVs and you just did a movie. Um, like has there ever been a time that you like wanted to audition for something or even got a role that you couldn't do because of scheduling conflicts? I know oh, you yeah. do like a lot. Oh no, that happens so often. And in fact, my my team always laughs about it because inevitably when I get a screen test for for one thing, I usually have there's I'm I'm always juggling dates and projects and and things like that and and it's you know some things work out some things don't sometimes you get the role sometimes you don't sometimes they can work the schedule out sometimes they can't and that's I just I love my job and I love what I do and I I love finding interesting opportunities whether it's you know something that friends are developing or something that I've written myself or you know something that comes to me through a traditional route I I just think every story is worth telling in one way or another and um you know 
when you love what you do, giving your time to the things that you love is is not difficult. Uh, just true, true. I like it. Like the thought. Um, is there like a show that you're watching right now, or like any like, or even like a movie that or a movie that's like about to come out, or that's even being talked about being made that you really want to be a part of? Oh, I mean, I could give you a loose long list. I would have said Succession, but I, uh, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the last episode yet. I I I do this thing with shows that I really love. I like save the last episode for ages because I don't want it to be over. <laughs> so I'm just. I can't bring myself to watch the last episode. Um, you gotta watch it. You gotta. It was really good. Do it, man. I can't do it. I love it too much. I'm gonna like rewatch the whole thing. I would have said Barry as well, but then again, Ted Lasso. But it's like all these shows are coming to an end. I know. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Okay, uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the Ted Lasso finale. Man, that's oh. a good show. I don't like. Yeah, I don't know why that. Uh, yeah, Ted Lasso was a good show. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't yeah, watched. Jason's a good old Kansas City boy. So it's you know, for me. I I I understand Ted Lasso on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I've always wanted to ask uh, ask an actress or uh, actor this question. Cause I know, like me personally, like when I watch shows, like say if I'm watching, like I don't know, I don't know if you heard of Dragon Ball Z, but I remember I used to like just go around doing like Kamehameha. It's like I was Goku. So has there ever been like a time like you just like it's hard for you to get out of character when you're like offset, like you're just at home or anything? Is it hard to like get out of character? Kind of like some fans, they just like they're not even in the show, they're not, have nothing to do with it, but they still like want to be that character, even like Yeah, I'm trying to think. I know, you know, I know when I when I do play a character for a long time, like the physicality will sometimes stick with me. Um, you know, for example, when I I had just finished like doing Arrow and then bringing Mia back on the Flash and things like this. And and for Mia, I had you know, I tried to steal little bits of of physicality and and um, habits and little little things that Stephen and Emily did and mushed them together to make Mia. Um, and one of the things I did is I learned I or I tried to emulate Stephen's walk as best I could. You know, he has a very specific way that he walks. And I was like, all right, that's how Mia walks then. Uh, and then when I went to do Walker Independence, when you're playing um, a woman in 1870, pick a year, um, it really, you really can't walk like a, a man that is a superhero. Um, it doesn't <laughs> quite work. So, you know, things like that, where I, I was doing certain scenes and Larry Tang, who was our director of the pilot, would just call out across the field and be like, stop walking with swagger. You gotta walk like a lady. And I was like, God dang it. All right. Okay. I mean, figure out my posture and, you know, change. Cause you get, you get, they get in your bones and they get kind of in, you're living in someone else's skin for so long. And that's, that's one of my favorite things about a character is getting to completely change your, your physicality and your look and the way you move throughout space um, to suit that. So, you know, I guess in that sense, but I mostly just try and leave, leave work at work. I'm not, okay. I'm not, Yeah. Would there ever be a character that you played that would make you feel that way? Like, or like if you get to play, like, like say, if I got to play Superman, I'd be like, yo, I'll tell everybody, like, I'm Superman. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, I think the most, the most immersive sort of a role for me would be if I was doing a, a biopic or you know playing a playing a real person in something, and then I would, because that to me, I would be so like meticulous with trying to make sure every single detail was as accurate as possible and and that I could you know mine everything I could out of every piece of footage and and photos and videos if there were any or any 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 bit or tidbit of information I would try and 
you know, shove into my performance somewhere. And that, you know, when it is a, a an actual other person, sometimes you have to, you know, learn how to live in their skin and learn how to exist and be comfortable in that. And so that, that I might have to, you know, take a walk as them or, you know, live a day as them and just be like, how, how does so-and-so react to XYZ situation? And I'm just challenge myself in that way no yeah I would you have like uh would you who would you want to play in like in a biopic if you could do one I feel oh. like those are the scariest role outside of that in Star Wars yeah. like I feel like those are the scary roles <laughs> yeah I would be in Star Wars oh my gosh just let me be a stormtrooper like I, I just want to be a part of it man I'm such I've grew up on Star Wars um I think God, there's such a loose long list there's a few old Hollywood actresses that I think would make really interesting biopics um that I would love to do and there's there's a couple women throughout history that I I've got my eye on but we'll see okay okay you gotta you gotta bring it to um fruition that would that would be something yeah that would be something <laughs> cool that would be something cool to really see um speaking of Star Wars I know like I forgot I think you just did an interview and like I saw like a couple of people on the internet like already like cast you as I forgot what the character was but oh yeah I did see yeah. that yeah, I saw like a couple people already casting. I think you say you wanted to be part of the universe, and people were like, "Yo, you got cast her as this." I forgot. Oh uh, my god, I forgot the character. No. Was. It was. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's gonna kill me because I know, like, I know it, but I don't. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, like who? Like I know you just say you would play a stormtrooper, but like who would you like? Anybody else you just want to like that they haven't? Oh my bad. Has there Any- been like a character that you would want to play that they haven't even touched yet? literally anything I just give it to me like let me let me play I don't I I'll be you know tree number four I'll be the background dancer of the cantina (laughs) band I just want to be a part of Star Wars somewhere what like I know like those sets probably crazy like what would you like want to take away like take from a Star Wars set kind of if I did a Star Wars film I'm taking like a couple items with me at home you know if I was allowed to take anything I would I would want to take something meaningful to my character that those tend to be the things that you know if I'm ever allowed something to to take with me at the end uh it's it's always that because not only is it you know a part of the show and a part of the story that you told but it's something that you lived with and existed with you know for example I've got Clary was an artist on Shadowhunters and she um had this you know this little wooden models that are just like little wooden humans that artists yeah. like pen and sketch she had one of those on her bookshelf in her bedroom at the institute for four seasons and that now sits on my dresser and our entire camera crew signed it with little messages for me oh that's so sweet and that's something i'll have forever and it's it's just a little wooden mannequin basically but it's clary's wooden mannequin and that's it's a little detail that i sat there and stared at for four years and maybe people didn't even notice but it it meant something to her, and that to me is more valuable than anything else. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's really nice. I know. I well, okay. I kind of agree with you. I was gonna say I was still baby Yoda, but no, that makes more <laughs> sense to do. Baby Yoda's on the table. because baby Yoda means something different. So yeah, I know that answer was better than mine. So okay, no, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do do personal experiences or like the way the way that you know do personal experiences like kind of like make you like want to well, I don't know how to say this but I was like pick like the characters you go about or is just like whatever comes to me I'm like I'm with it 
You know, I think it depends. I, I love a challenge of doing something completely different than anything I am and anything I've ever experienced. So that I, I tend to seek that out more if I'm looking for something, but that's ultimately the way that I, I would end up accessing a character is, you know, finding, it's like f finding a way in, finding a, a door, finding a, a window to climb through of going, oh, I understand that piece of them. So let me start there and then kind of uncover them and discover them as I kind of explore. Um, and so, so it does, it does play into it, but I wouldn't say it's the main determining factor. Okay. That makes sense. I know, uh, I know you uh, said in the past that you're interested in directing, like, have you ever thought, like, is there like a directorial debut that you really like want to have your hands on? Is it like a book or like a remake or whatever that you can see yourself doing? I've been a few ideas I've been kicking about for, for a, year, a few years. Um, I would have said an episode of Walker Independence. That would have been great because that show was so beautifully done and our, our crew was amazing. And I just, I really wanted to, you know, try my hand at telling that story in, in a way, but I, um, I don't know. I kind of, when it comes to things like that, I try not to be terribly specific because you never really know what opportunities will come your way. And, you know, I think cosmically, if you're open to, to certain things, they, they tend to gravitate toward you. So I'm, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm putting out some feelers and I've got some ideas of my own that I'm developing and we'll see. Okay. Well, this next question might be a little too far ahead, but I know you started uh, acting like on stage in Kansas city. So I was yeah. going to say like, if you can have your editorial debut, like at the Kansas city film festival, like, would that be something you had that ever crossed your mind? That'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I, I am so eternally grateful to the Kansas city film and television community. It's um truly like the Kansas city arts community as a whole, um, the theater community specifically, because I started, I started there, you know, they raised me artistically. They taught me work ethic. They taught me what it means to be a team and a storyteller. And they taught me the magic that that can bring. And there's so many incredible people there, but not only incredible storytellers, but egoless storytellers that really just work hard and tell stories and create things together. And that's something I've always tried to carry with me moving forward. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's special. And, and I, I think about that community every single day of my life. No, Kazuma, that'd be such a cool, like full soccer moment to have, like, okay. Oh. Yeah. That would be, be such a cool. Oh uh, yeah. But, be, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, but, uh, you have worked with like so many impressive people already. Like has there, what's like the best like piece of advice somebody has given you like from set or like just acting that you kind of like took with you? I think overall, you know, the best, some of the best pieces of advice have kind of all been of the same, of the same tone, I guess, and of the same kind of message, but it's told to me in different ways. I think the biggest thing in this industry or really in anything that you do, any industry, any career, any goal that you're pursuing, is just always remember why you started and remember what you loved about it initially and, and who you are essentially in that. Because in anything that you do, you know, People will try and put you in what they expect you to be or what they think you should be doing or, you know, whatever it, it seems that they, that fits their narrative. And if you, if you remember who you are 
and why you started and what what makes you different and what makes you special and just hold on to that because that's yours and it always will be and that's okay. that's your own special magic I like it no that's beautiful oh I I know because like you've been in the industry for a minute now like has there is there like do you oh, I'm glad I phrase it. is there like something you wish you could have told yourself before you started in acting because like now it's like okay you have like a lot of answers now to a lot of things like it, it could be like technical or just motivational or whatever like is there anything that you wish you would have known before like entering the act uh, industry I think I would tell myself to really in just like absorb every moment because it goes by so quick and there will be a day, you know, the only certain thing in this industry is that every job ends eventually. And then that family, that group of people, that experience, that world you lived in no longer exists. And just to really take a moment to breathe it in and remember each one and each moment and each thing that made it special, each person that you encountered and each, you know, thing that was said that that really changed something you were doing that day or or made your day better or worse or, you know, the 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 little moments that become big moments because they shape who you are. And I think the more time and energy you can give to to taking that in and remembering and realizing how special those moments are. There's a lot of things I wish I had I had done that more. Um and I, I try and do it still moving forward. Oh yeah. I feel like is it like do you guys ever think about doing like reunions for stuff? I know it's like oh, as, as, as yeah it's so weird because like one day like you guys are all like family oriented and then the next day it's like damn no like where does everybody out like it's I don't know it kind of feels so lonely <laughs> I don't want to say it's like lonely but it feels like it has to feel weird so like yeah. do you guys ever talk about doing like reunions or like hey let's do like a lake trip or something oh or yeah all the time I mean most of the guys I see at like comic cons and things which is always a treat you know because you get to hang out and chat and not only talk to folks that are attending the con about story and kind of get to hear the, the, the viewers stories, which is always my favorite bit, but you get to see your old pals and, you know, you get to, you get to see folks that are, you, that are family that you spent years with that saw you at your best and your worst. And you saw, you took care of each other, you know, through those experiences. And it's, it's just, it's such a, it's family and it always will be. I don't want, I know you just mentioned Comic-Con. I don't want to put you on the spot, but I have to. Like, what what has been your favorite Comic-Con that you have attended? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't know that I have a favorite Comic-Con. I think, I think certain experiences have made them really special. Uh, there was one, there's one that I always tell the story that kind of sticks out in my head. Um, that's from, I think... I think it was Brussels one year we were there for Shadowhunters and the show had just been, I think it had just been announced that we weren't going back or the finale had just aired or something like that, like the series finale. And we were doing the closing ceremony for this convention and being like, thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you to the staff. You know, we had an amazing time seeing you all. And suddenly the lights went down and all the kids pulled out these heart-shaped balloons from under their chairs 
and oh. started singing the theme song to the show to us. And they had planned this whole surprise and they had all done it all themselves and made this whole thing happen. And it's moments like that where you just realize how special these communities are and how much heart and how much community, for lack of a better word, there is that goes into it. And that's why I do these Comic-Cons all over the world, because getting to see these groups of people that not only, you know, yes, it was a story that I got to be a part of telling that brought them together, but it goes so far beyond that. And it's this these beautiful communities of people that have a shared interest, but are now invested in each other and supporting each other and taking care of each other and really kind of have become a family over several years. And uh, it's, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced. And I'm, it's, incredibly humbling and so eternally I'm, I'm just eternally grateful for for every moment no I definitely would have cried that would, that would have been a crying okay. moment I, was, <laughs> I fully I was, like sobbing yeah I was like oh my goodness that's such a no, that's yeah comic-cons be fun I love comic-cons attending and everything uh is there like any directors or actress or actor that you really want to work with that you haven't yet Ah, uh, yeah, I could give you a loose long list. I mean, truly, it's that's the fun of it is getting to kind of work with um, as many different people as possible, you know, and and really it's because every it, you learn something different from every experience that you have and from every other creative that you work with, you know, it becomes a collaboration and and you can kind of learn from each other in, in a lot of ways. But yeah, it's, I know you've done like a lot, you've done a lot in the film industry, but is there something that you want to do like outside of film? Like, do you have a passion outside of film that you like really want to do? like in the next like couple of years or so? Oh, goodness. I mean, I'd love to go back to theater. I miss okay. theater. That's where I started. I miss I, I did a Broadway show for a year and that's been, you know, that was one of the best years of my life. And I miss that. I miss live performance. I miss being on stage in front of a different audience every night. And that's, um, you know, it's a different kind of magic, but it's a, it's a special magical zone. And, and I would, I would love to do that. I've been dying to get back to theater. Do you remember like the first moment like you like that you like remember like seeing like everybody like watching you like act like I feel like that's like the scariest like acting ever because like it's live and whatever it's like and then like okay you can't like if you mess up you gotta just keep going but it's like oh my god I messed up in front of all these people I feel like and I also feel like theater produces like the best actors on the planet too so like like, do you remember your first moment, like, just seeing everybody, like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people here. Uh, right yeah, but I never really felt that way about it. You know, it, it to me, it was always exciting. Um, But I do, I do remember it's, it's why I became an actor. You know, I wanted to be an economist when I was a kid. I wanted to go work in developmental economics. That was my dream. And I, I was a dancer and I did a, a community theater show um, as a just to be a dancer and try something new for the summer for a friend of mine who was directing. And I remember stepping on stage on opening night and it, you know, it hit me like a brick wall. I just knew in that moment that I was put on this earth to tell stories and that's all I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, that's great. Cause like, I'd be, I'd be like, when I go to plays or theaters, I'd be so, I'd be so nervous for my friends that are upstage. I'd be like, Oh my God. Like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but you got yeah they just seem everybody just seems a killer like it's nothing else but how do you guys do that I'd be nervous like as hell <laughs> I think you know I think it's look it's not for everybody you know I think it's if if you love it and if you're prepared and you know your stuff and you you know have faith in the team around you you can kind of take that leap and take that you know leap of faith with the people that are telling the story with you and go all right well it's the curtain's gonna go up and 
we have to, you know, something's going to happen on stage. And we don't really know what it is, but here we go. Let's see if, let's see what happens. Let's see how it goes. Because every show is different. The audience, even the energy that the audience brings that night changes the entire show. So no, no two performances are ever the same. And that's kind of, that's what's so exciting about it. Um, that it just, you know, continues to change and grow as you continue the run. Do you, do you have like a, like your favorite, like theater moment? Like there's, that's something you've done? Oh, I you think like the a- show is something that's always going to be super special for me. Nice, 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 nice. Um, have you been like eyeing like any like I know you just mentioned you would like to go back there. Have you been like eyeing anything like man, I, I would love to be a part of that? I know they're talking oh, about. Oh, I that. don't know because there's so many new things always developing. Yeah. Um, I just would love to go back and do theater. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you thank you uh, speaking with me today. Um, I hope I would love to see you back in theater. That would be actually nice to see. I uh, hope you. Oh, I also forgot to get uh, asked you. I know a lot of uh, people uh, wanted to cast you as uh, uh, Spider-Girl. Like, have you been seeing those as well? Oh, no, I don't think I've seen those. Yeah, I think it's uh, May, Park, uh, May Park, I want to say. Oh, oh, my goodness. Cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Have you been seeing them? Yeah, you've been doing <laughs> Okay, yeah, I forgot okay. to ask you that. I, look, I think the superhero world is so fun. Um, you know, it's it's fun, but it's also, it means so much to so many people. And those characters carry such such weight and such legacy and there's there's a responsibility there and there it's you know when you dig into the the backstory and the mythology of these characters and what they mean and what they represent it, it's it's fascinating and it's one of the most incredible like wild experiences I've ever had and I, I would love to do that again in a in a different you know in a different suit or the same suit <laughs>